0: One of the ways, one of the many ways God's been really, really good to us is that he sent Holy Spirit. So um, when Jesus went up into heaven, he told the disciples to wait, didn't he, um, for the Holy Spirit to come on them. And they did that. And you can imagine that they might have been a little bit concerned because they didn't know what Holy Spirit was going to be like. They were already really scared because of the authorities, um, didn't really like them. And they were in the upper room waiting and then the amazing thing happened. And the Holy Spirit came upon them. And it says in the Bible that they had like fire on their heads, doesn't it? And they were completely transformed and they went out of that place and... Um, Many, many people from then on became Christians, didn't they? And there was lots of signs and wonders and healings. Now, we want to learn this morning about what Holy Spirit is like even more. And you will find, either tucked in the side of your seat, or you may find, some of you will, um, tucked in the side of your seat or on, on the floor, I've seen some of them fall on the floor, just little bits of paper. And on your bit of paper, it's got a reference, a verse from the Bible in it, and then just a one-liner about what Holy Spirit is like. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come round and I'm going to put the microphone in your face, if you've got them, and if you can read out, um, if you're happy to, your verse and your one-liner, and Mark is going to write up magically on the screen, is going to come up all the things that we can learn about what Holy Spirit is like from those verses. Okay, so can I go with you, Bexy, first? Is that right? John 16, 13, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come, my guide. Well done, Holy Spirit's our guide. Thank you, Mark. Great. John.
1: Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Corinthians oh sorry my freedom bringer yeah
0: my freedom bringer brilliant thanks John and someone over here you right, Rosie <coughs> um, John 16 verse 15 i still may th- i still have many things to say to you but y- you cannot bear them now when the spirit of tr- truth comes he will guide you into all truth all the truth my guide, oh, you've got guide as well. Brilliant. Well done,
1: Sam. So. We do this one.
0: And Peter said to them, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." It's a gift to me. Well done. Holy Spirit is a gift to me. Very good. Are you all right there, um, Theo? And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. Gives me knowledge and reveals his awesomeness. Wow. Gives me knowledge and reveals his awesomeness. Brilliant. Yeah. John fourteen, fifteen to seventeen. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be with you will be in you. With me forever. Oh, with me forever. Wonderful. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? A gift from my Father. Um, <coughs> or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. Lives in, lives in me. Wonderful. Okay. Someone over here? Jen? And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, awakens our spirit. Oh, awakens our spirit. Sorry. We're getting a good list there, aren't we? You all right, Sarah? Yeah. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. It enables joy to flow from me. Great. Thank you. Has anyone done there?
1: Um, Galatians 5:22 to 23, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness,
0: goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there's no law. Did we just have that one?
1: <laughs> You've got it too. Oh, okay. But I might have a different one here. Enables peace to surround me. There you go.
0: A blaze, no, a song about that. <laughs> You're going to start, no, okay. <laughs> um, i got the same verse, but mine says, Enables me to make good choices. Oh, very good. And I've got the same verse too. And the one-liner is, Enables me to be gentle. Mm. I've got the same one too. It enables me to grow in love. (laughs) Great. Mark, you're doing amazingly. Keeping up with us. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name... He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Teaches me. I've got Galatians 5 again. You know, the spruits of a fruit is love, joy, peace. The highlighted bit is enables me to be faithful. Yeah. Enables me to be faithful. Is there any at the back there? Have you got one, Naomi? Yes. Oh, um, Romans 8.26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Okay, Praise for me. Praise for me. Acts 1.8 But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be by witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth gives me power. Excellent. We're done. Any more over here? Yes, Maddie? Uh, Luke 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. He anoints me. Excellent, he anoints me. Oh, what we can do now, (laughs) he'll work something out, he's clever. Fruits of the Spirit again. Okay. Enables me to be patient. Very good, enables me to be patient. Luca? There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them, giver of gifts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you, my helper. I've got Galatians 5.22 again, and uh, enables kindness to flow from me.
1: Uh, Isaiah 11, verse 12, and the... and the spirit of the lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord and the bit in bold is gives me wisdom and understanding
0: thank you have i missed anyone have i got them all oh enables kindness anyone anyone have got one great wow look at that list That's pretty cool, isn't it? So, um, Holy Spirit is my guide, my freedom bringer. He's a gift. He gives me knowledge and reveals my awesomeness and his awesomeness. Um, He's with us forever. He's a gift from my Father. He lives in me. He awakens my spirit. He enables joy to flow from me, peace to surround me, enables me to make good choices, to be gentle, to grow in love. He teaches me enables me to be faithful praise for me gives me power anoints me enables me to be patient gives me gifts he's my helper gives me wisdom and understanding and he enables us to be kind and gives us kindness so wow it might be that some of some of those are feeling to you like you need a bit more of those this morning holy spirit's here and um, he would love to give you all those things
1: That's great. Well done, everyone. We, um, we come up with these ideas, and we don't really think how long they're quite going to take. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of beautiful just to let the list stay up there and let it just sink into you this morning, because he's got fresh stuff for us, hasn't he? As Ruth was just saying. Um, uh, Ruth Hughes, would you like to come up and just um, read a reading to us, for us?
0: Then you will know that I am among my people, Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. Never again will my people be disgraced. Then, after doing all those things, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. In those days I will pour out my spirit even on servants, men and women alike.
1: Great, Thank you. So that was written a very, very long time ago, wasn't it? In the Old Testament. And then this incredible event happens in the New Testament where we read that the Holy Spirit is poured out. Do you remember that? And... um, I've, I've entitled this little talk, Adventures in the Holy Spirit, and um, I want to just share a couple of stories that, of my experiences of the Holy Spirit, and also that we'd look at this list and think, actually, this is inviting us to a, a life of adventure. If you ever feel like life is humdrum, is a bit same old, same old, is a bit predictable, then I want to challenge you that actually perhaps there's more for you to press into that is available from him. So uh, that's where we're headed this morning. Um, You know, this, this moment in history that God picks to pour his spirit out, there was a festival called Pentecost. I don't know if you're aware of that, you may not be aware of Jewish history, but there is a festival that was going on for God's people where they were celebrating the giving of the law to Moses. That was what was happening at the time. So for them, Pentecost meant something very different. It was this festival, um, which was called Shavout. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I don't know much of um, how you pronounce these Jewish words. But what I do know is that it's amazing that God chose that moment. Because, you see, when God gave the law, the law was highlighting the fact that we couldn't um, experience intimacy with god the law was highlighting our need for a savior wasn't it and then when the holy spirit comes the holy spirit gets poured out and what the holy spirit does is make real to us the reality of what jesus has done for us so it's amazing that right at this moment, where these folks are having to um, are celebrating the fact that the law came, that God would choose to do something completely different to just change the way we think and the way we do life forevermore. Um, I have a quote for you: um, "The Holy Spirit is not an impersonal force sent to help us in our Christian lives; He is God living inside us, come to make His home in us. He has been sent to bring us." In all its, bring us life in all its fullness. All that Jesus made available to us through his life, death, resurrection and ascension, the Holy Spirit can now make real in our lives. So what the Holy Spirit is coming to do is to make real everything that Jesus has done for us. Yeah? Um, when I was 10 years old, I had my first known adventure with the Holy Spirit. I'm sure I was known to the Holy Spirit before that point, but I had my first awareness of the Holy Spirit. And um, if you're a child here this morning, you might be able to relate to this, because I know that you guys do lots of stuff in terms of experiencing the Holy Spirit in your groups, don't you? In fact, I was hearing the other day that fireworks were doing some stuff experiencing the holy spirit together um just the other week so i know that some of you guys can relate to this but i was in my um my uh sunday group and it just so happens that the person leading my group that morning was a very young martin merrill <laughs> he deserves a round of applause <laughs> um for those of you who don't know martin is just sat over there um uh and uh, so this was a few years ago and um And they were just explaining to us who the Holy Spirit was and what he does and then prayed for us. And as I sat there in this session, it was exactly like this quote. The Holy Spirit just came upon me and made it real, made the whole story of the gospel real to me. And we all need to know that things are real, don't we? We don't want fake things. We don't want lies. We want the truth. And we want to know there is substance to our faith. And so the Holy Spirit comes to bring that reassurance and that awakening to us. And so I sat there. And actually what happened was tears started coming down my face. And it wasn't that I was sad. It was the, the reality of the gospel hit me. I was just, as I say, 10 years old. And it just hit me that this God was real and that he loved me. And it's the most awesome thing to then know that you can live the rest of your life with that assurance that the Holy Spirit brings to us. And we're going to pray at the end this morning because each of us, we, as I said at the beginning, we want to experience something fresh, don't we? And maybe there's reassurance for you. Maybe there is an awakening of the reality of the Father's love for you. Yeah? All right. Um, One of the things that is amazing about the Holy Spirit is he reveals the heart of the Father to us. And um, if you think back to Jesus' baptism, there is this moment, it says, where the Holy Spirit comes in the form of a dove. You heard that? And this dove rests on him. And then there's a voice from heaven that comes. And this voice says, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. The Holy Spirit brings to you a revelation that you belong to the Father. That you have a Father. And that he loves you. And he really likes you. He does. He really likes you. He's not interested in liking you when you do something awesome or amazing or that you think is noteworthy or, you know, life-defining. He just likes you. He likes the thoughts you have. He, he likes your creativity. He likes the way you play with your friends. He... He likes the way we speak to one another. He, he, he likes us. He wants to be with us. Do you know that? God actually wants to be with you right now. just like, Imagine, he, he wants to come and sit next to you. He wants to draw really close to you. Not because he has to, but because he chooses to, because he likes you. It is awesome. And as I was a child, I, I was coming into an awareness of some of this stuff and it just changed me. And I know numbers of us could be up here sharing testimonies of at uh, different points in our lives where this has happened, whether you were young, whether you were older. But you know today is one of these days. Today is one of these days that you get to look back on and say, you know what, I encountered the Holy Spirit in a new way on that day. You might it might be like, you know, you might be like me in thirty years time sharing a story about how the Holy Spirit met with you, caught you off guard, caught you by surprise, and just poured his love into you. Um, there's, um, there's other emotional responses to God, and, and actually just, not just emotional, but actually how we receive his fruit. So it says um, in the Psalms that we are to taste and see that God is good. Yeah? yeah. Who here likes sunshine? Sun is shining, it's a sunny day. Now, if you go outside, you are impacted by the warmth of the sun, aren't you? It's just like that with God. There was a bloke that lived in the year 1600, and he wrote this. The sun, so S-U-N, doth not only enrich its old English, Because he was a few years ago. The sun doth not only enrich the earth with all good things, but glads and refreshes, all with shedding immediately its own wings of light and warmth, which is so pleasant to behold and enjoy. You know, when we experience the Holy Spirit, it's just like going into the sunshine. And it is so... Pleasant to behold and enjoy. And that's like maybe posher words than we would normally use, but you get to experience it. You'll only get a suntan by hanging out underneath the sun. If you spend all your time indoors, you won't get the glory of a suntan, will you? So actually just spending time, this all comes back to relationship. Um, So... um, a couple of years later, I was 12 years old, there was a group of us that were at a Bible week for kids. I don't know if Martin was at that one, um, but Dave Loveland was. And uh, now our church had never experienced anything at that point in terms of um, sort of powerful manifestations of God. But our, the children were off, sent off to this camp and um, we were in this meeting. I might have shared this story with some of you. And um, as we worshipped... We, loads of us were impacted by God's presence to the point that we could no longer stand up because it was, it, was, it was just easier just to lay down now if you put 300 people in a tent and get them to lay down for an hour that's not something that can be done using tools that are available on earth <laughs> if you're a teacher here you can't get kids to do that can you They will not sit still for five minutes in silence. But we laid there for over an hour. And it happened a number of times through that week. It wasn't forced. It wasn't made up. And actually what we experienced was this incredible sense of God's peace. And we talk about his fruit. And actually one of the fruits of him is peace. And we can actually enjoy his peace. How many of us know that actually if we engage with living a life where we lived like that, we wouldn't struggle with depression and mental illness? It's really practical, isn't it, actually? But a life with the Holy Spirit will lift those things because that's the fruit that he has for us. Okay. Okay. One of the other things about fruit is um, if you keep fruit in a certain way, after a while it gets stronger and actually it can become alcoholic. (laughs) You know? That's how they make wine. (laughs) Starts off as fruit, keep it in a certain way, gets stronger. Do you know God's love is like that? Jesus is the new wine. And part of experiencing him actually brings about joy in our lives so there are numbers of you here who will remember a time back in the mid 1990s where there was an outpouring of joy in our nation and it did at times look a bit like drunkenness but we laughed and not even cuz there was anything funny You know, I can say something amusing, and Alan will always laugh. But, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, he just wants to bring us joy. Yeah? This is the fruit that he has for us. Um, Okay. Children, you are doing really, really well. Um, We're going to pray in a minute. But um, Ruth Hughes read out that verse earlier on about... um, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. On my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. You know, it's not just about fruit. There's also gifts that the holy spirit has for us and if you were in oasis last week um peter Godwood was preaching about the holy spirit and again exciting us about this stuff and drawing us to a place of hungering after him more there are gifts that god wants to impart and has imparted to us that we get to step out into and live these lives of adventure where we not only get to receive the holy spirit for us but we actually get to receive him for others don't we And that's what we're stepping into, and that's what we're learning together as a church and as a community. What does it look like to actually be able to share the gifts of the Holy Spirit with those around us? Um, This is for everybody. So if you're a young child here, this says that the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out, and you get to prophesy. And that's why we, we talk about prophecy in our children's groups. Because our children get to call out destiny in one another. And actually, we're all sons and daughters. You know, Paul says that we can all prophesy. Um, okay. But it, it, is, it does start with relationship, doesn't it? Um, I'd love to invite you, just where you are, just while it's quiet, I just want you to consider this list up there. And we're just going to take a moment or two just to be quiet. We don't do this very often often. But i just love us just to take a moment, just to be quiet, and say, Holy Spirit, fall on me afresh. And if looking at that list, if there's a word or a, a statement that just strikes you, then just claim it. Just say, be that for me. Okay? Holy Spirit, we want to thank you that you're in this place. We want to thank you that you live inside of us, that you make your home inside of us. We want to thank you that you reveal the Father's love to us. We want to thank you that everybody in this room is known by you and loved by you. We thank you that you pour out your fruit into our lives for us to receive for ourselves and to give away to others. Thank you that it changes us. Thank you for gifts that you bring to your church. Which reveal the Father, which usher in the kingdom. Just where you are, I just want to encourage you just to reach out your hands if you want to. Sometimes it's good. If if you have ever received a present, you have to reach your hands out to receive it, to take it. So I just want to invite you just to reach your hands out where you're sitting because the Holy Spirit wants to pour new things into you. He wants you to experience him afresh in a new way and to a new depth. Just as I was speaking about peace, I felt like there were numbers of people in this room, and you know that anxiety dominates. And the Holy Spirit is asking you right now to give that anxiety to him. And as you give your anxiety over to him, he wants to give you peace in return. It says in the Bible that there's a river that flows from the throne out of the temple. but it starts off inside, because there's a there's a wellspring inside you, which is bubbling up, and it means you never have to be dry or thirsty. We're going to worship together now, and as we worship, just visualize that, that spring bubbling up inside of you and overflowing your body, overflowing your, your mind, pouring in hope, pouring in love, any of those fruits that we've mentioned a number of times, pouring those into you, joy so Holy Spirit we give you free reign. wash over us as we worship you now we want to encounter you in new ways I thank you that your river is powerful it's not just a, a, a little trickle it's a powerful river It's the abundance of heaven that's available to us to enjoy, to step into, to allow to wash over us. Thank you, Lord.